Hey guys, this is the Out of Focus Podcast, episode 36, with your host, Will Malone. In this episode, I talk to Kirsten Livy, a filmmaker and screenwriter living in Australia. I talked to her over the Wi-Fi lasers across the country. In fact, it took, it took a little bit to uh, <laughs> kind of figure out a good time to make this happen just because uh, there's a 14-hour time difference between South Carolina and Australia. But we made it happen. She talked to me uh, at night, and I talked to her early in the morning, my time. Uh, so, it, But it worked out. It was really good. We talk uh, about movies, of course. I, I mean, come on. That's just, it's a secret thing that's just, this podcast is secretly about is movies and filmmaking stuff. And I'm not even a filmmaker. Um, I make a video here and there, uh, but I just like movies. So it's just kind of, it kind of happens and I want to know more about people who make movies. Whether or not I'm out there, you know, directing movies or not. Which I don't think I'm going to be doing. I don't, I don't think that's in the cards. I think I, I like where I'm at with photography, personally. But... Um, she talks about a writing process, which I, I, I also love hearing about writers and just like how they how they write and come up with characters. And she talks about just a little bit of how that works and um, talks about the community and culture of doing what she does in Australia, which um, is is very different from America, but not really at the same time. Like we, we actually found parallels between the South uh, of America, like, you know, the South, South, like Southeast area, um, and the culture of creating in Australia. It's just a little more rigid. There's, there's still like, um, there are pockets of creativity, but they're not, you know, necessarily like in the South or where she's living. So we had a good conversation with that about that stuff. Really enjoyed it. Um, I just love, I just love talking to people about this stuff. Uh, I love talking about process and nerding out and, you know, this podcast has really allowed me to kind of just be my weird self and be interested in multiple things. And I felt like throughout time, I've I've felt like I've had to just kind of like, you know, dampen my interests in a lot of things. And over the past couple of years, I've kind of just embraced it. And I'm just like, yeah, screw it. Yeah, I'm going to read a book about, you know, famous chefs cooking, which I've been reading a lot of books about cooking this year. And I'm also going to you know, be a photographer by day. And then I'm going to talk to, I don't know, a duck hunter or a filmmaker or whatever, because I just want to know more about that. So this podcast is only going to get crazier from here. But, um, this was so far, uh, I, I don't know how I could talk to somebody any farther away. So this is probably a record that I will not break for a long time or ever, unless maybe I can communicate with somebody on the moon one day. Who knows? Uh, but anyways, enjoy this episode. Um, she, we, we recorded this a few weeks ago. It feels like a while ago now, but it, I guess it was like last month. Um, and so she's promoting her short film Inside. And so you get to hear about that towards the end of the episode. Um, and just kind of like where the story comes from and um, just where she's doing it and how she's putting it together. Um, and she, uh, promotes that a little bit. So go check out all of that stuff. She promotes it all toward the end of the episode where you can go find information about it. Um, I believe they have filmed it. So I imagine they're in the editing room right now working tirelessly away on it. So as usual, you can find my stuff day to day on Instagram at Will Malone post in there. Post a lot of food photos lately. 
love food, just always. Uh, and I've uh, been posted on the blog, been doing the Out of Focus newsletter, which I forget to promote a lot, but the Out of Focus newsletter is a companion. It's a companion secret blog to this thing. Um, and I often put links to the podcast episodes uh, in the Out of Focus newsletter, but I usually have like a blurb about something, and sometimes I post them on the blog and sometimes I don't. Um, I'm kind of... I've started to get a flow down. I write them every Friday morning. It's kind of like Friday morning thoughts is usually kind of how it ends up being. And and uh, so, yeah, go sign up for that if you go to the Out of Focus tab on willmalone.com. And uh, so, without further ado, please enjoy the show. Then kind of what's your what's your origin story like what tell me my origin story yeah like what what tell me about yourself and you know where also mm-hmm. you're you're calling from australia so that's significant to I mention am. i'm calling from australia at nine o'clock at night <laughs> um yeah so my origin story so um i grew up in this sort of a smaller town in perth in the western side of australia and I grew up sort of um, in the creative world. I was a dancer. Um, and then as I sort of went through through high school, I got more of an interest for drama and for filmmaking. And um, that kind of just inspired me to, you know, where I wanted to see my future, what I wanted to be doing. And then from there, I went to college and I did a film degree and an English degree. Um, and I had my first taste of uh, the US actually, but before that actually, after I finished high school, I went on exchange to Las Vegas, uh, which is a very interesting place to go on exchange <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was an amazing experience. Um, just, I, you know, I think because I'd grown up on watching a lot of American TV and the culture. And I really wanted to experience it and um, have the opportunity as well to go across to LA and, um, you know, go to the studios and do all that kind of thing. Um, so that just kind of really kept the momentum going for me wanting to be in the, in the industry in some form, in the entertainment industry. And um, yeah, so I came back, finished college, and then that was still in Perth. And then I moved across to Sydney because there really wasn't much happening in Perth in the industry. It's very, you know, it's a very small town. There's not a lot, <laughs> there's not a lot happening there um, other than your local theatre or your local, you know, um, making your own stuff. Um, so, yeah, so then I moved to Sydney and I started out as an actor and I did that for about 10 years, um, which was, you know, both crazy and amazing all at the same time. Um I've, yeah, during that time as well, I also um, I had some ideas for films and I had some ideas of things that I would want to do at some point, but just wasn't the right time then. Um, yeah, so then I got an, an opportunity to um, go back to LA and do like kind of like a boot camp at one of the acting places there. Um, and that was an amazing eye opener, not just to acting, but the whole business, you know, as a whole. Um, and, you know, just getting an idea of like what casting agents do, um, what you need to do, saying, you know, get, when you get sides and cold readings and all sorts of stuff about the industry. Um, 
and then I came back to you know Australia and it, like it's it's tough here I have to say it's there's not a lot of work and you know you're constantly uh just waiting for the next audition to to come through and I sort of figured out you know I need kind of like a stable sort of income while I'm doing this um and that led me to teaching actually so I ended up um becoming a teacher in uh, the creative arts and I did that uh, about another eight years or so um and while I was at, while I was a teacher you know producing shows and helping the kids make films and stuff and I was developing a bunch of ideas for my own that I wanted to do and um so I guess you could say I'm a bit of a, a latecomer to the film industry <laughs> um but you know obviously I've been in the entertainment industry my whole life but yeah it was kind of that the turning point was actually last year um when I was I was teaching and I was teaching um a lot of my senior students like their major project was a film project and we had to go on location and we were shooting stuff and I was you know giving them tips and ideas and like helping them to produce it and then I just got this like feeling that this is what I should be doing every day this is what I love doing and um, yeah so that kind of really made me come home and just think about what I what stories that I had what stories I wanted to tell um, yeah so it's been a bit of a journey <laughs> yeah I mean so so like what kinds of stuff are you doing right now then um so right now I'm I'm doing a whole bunch of things actually I'm I've been doing things like continuity for people's films um, because I think it's great to have a full rounded um, not education, but, uh, you know, to be part of other people as well to help them. And then, you know, that comes back full circle to you. Um, so I've been doing continuity. I'm um, really good with attention to detail. Um, and I've been doing some editing and for... Um, some people, some for short films, some for a like a not not for profit company. Um, anywhere that can kind of generate some income, um, but also having fun at the same time. So that's kind of on the income side, and then personal side. I've been writing heaps. Like this year has just been a full dedicated writing year. Um, so I've been writing a couple of TV pilots that. Um, I'm wanting to pitch at some point um, or find somebody who might be interested. Um, I have a couple of features that I'm in the process of just in initial stages at the moment, but I've kind of um, thought about, you know, the overall picture of where I want them to be. Um, and yeah, so I've got a short film that I'm currently producing and about to shoot in about eight days, seven days. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so, you you know, you said uh, something about uh, how that was, it, it's been eight years or so since you mm. came back, right? Is that correct? Mm. Um, yeah. So has, yeah. has the filmmaking community in Australia changed uh, since then? Um, I think so. Um, it's hard to know because, because I was on the acting side before, so you know, coming at it from a different perspective, there's been a whole lot that I've had to try and learn. Um, and because everything's going digital and everything, you know, there's all these new production companies coming up. 
um there's vr things like there's just so many things happening but it's knowing also like where i fit into that as well um the kind of work that i write that i produce and that i think of the ideas that i have are quite global ideas they're not generically australian um, and I think that's probably got something to do with, with my interest in a lot of um, American works and even European works as well. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it is kind of, it's different. It's difficult <laughs> to come back into an industry and not knowing sort of where you fit into it. Um, I think that's, that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, so are you, I mean, yeah, I've, that's something I... I wonder, I guess, just with filmmaking in general, just, um, you know, I come, yeah. I come in a different point of view just since I, I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I have a list, a little less of a hard time finding, you know, work that makes money. Um, the problem mm-hmm. is, is finding work that you want to do, you know what I mean? So like, yes. in, in, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, there's, there's only so many interesting projects, you know, like I, I live in, I live in the Southeast, um, and not, Mm -hmm. I live pretty close to Atlanta, but not super close, but yeah. So there's sometimes it's Mm -hmm. frustrating because there's a lack of, uh, like interesting work other than, you know, weddings and that kind of stuff that, um, and so, so I just, I, that was the first thing I wondered when, you know, um, I, I Mm -hmm. heard you were from Australia is like what just Mm -hmm. the kind of, I mean, that has to be in film and filmmaking seems like 10 times worse than like uh, more limited to geography i guess um yeah so i yeah it is so in but you're you're still in sydney mm-hmm. so yeah in sydney <laughs> so are you uh so like do you are and you're still teaching and everything um i'm teaching just casual now so i left i left my full-time job and i because i wanted to put 100 percent into this yeah so now i just i i teach just casual like you know if teacher calls in sick then I go in um which suits me perfectly now so I can actually put my attention and my focus on my writing and on my um filmmaking um but you you're right it is it is hard to find uh projects to work on that you actually care about and I think that's where I just got to the point where I was like I have to come up with stuff right myself and I have so many ideas and just do it. Yeah, that's that's fine. So mm-hmm. what, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of understand that. It's like if you want to work on projects you care about, you kind of have to make them yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, that's what this podcast so is. Yeah, <laughs> to some yeah. extent. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like what kinds of, what kinds of projects, I'm, I mean, are you like, what, what genre of project are you interested in? Like where, where are you, what kind of stories are you? Where do, yeah, where do I fit? What kind of stories? Um, I tell stories about characters, about people, um, because that's what interests me. I have a big interest in psychology and understanding, like, what makes people tick, why why do we do the things that we do. Um, so the, I suppose the genres, the two genres that I really like to work in are psychological thrillers and drama. Drama is kind of a long-term goal for me to get better at that. Um, but the psychological thriller, for some reason my brain just that's that's where it goes um maybe i've had some hidden trauma in my past that i don't know about but um yeah so it's all about sort of taking uh things that have happened to people and turning that into some sort of uh 
you know, some sort of dramatic, theatrical, thriller kind of psychological story that keeps the audience kind of guessing, like, I wonder where this is going to go. And that's what makes me um, tick. So, um, so who, who's yeah. your favorite, uh, like, wh- who, who are your greatest influences in that <laughs> regard? Yeah. Um, I have a few, but definitely M. Night Shyamalan is a big influence. I've watched his films for years. I know there's a lot of controversy around his films. You know, some people say his old stuff's great, his new stuff's not so good. Um, I just like how it makes you think. I like how he takes a simple idea and then he turns it into something that is just way out there. I love his style of filmmaking. Um, yeah, I love his stuff. Um, yeah, some other ones as well. Like, you know, I love Steven Spielberg. I grew up with Steven Spielberg. He's like amazing. Um, who else? Oh, yeah. There's Soderbergh. I like as well. Um, yeah, Fincher. Yeah, just there's like so many. Um, and I don't know. It's probably that I just take little bits from each of them. Um, you know, especially if I come up with more of like a drama idea, it might be like a different kind of, um, filmmaking perspective um but definitely the film that i've got coming up that's um definitely more inspired by Shyamalan. i don't know if that's that's how you say it being australian you might get the pronunciation wrong Shyamalan. well i well i don't i think (laughs) being that it's an indian last name i'm not sure americans get it right either (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that's uh yeah i mean that's that's who i think of when i think of psychological thriller Mm. it's i feel like he's kind of the king of that and or at least he he was at one time um you know i I think of like uh the village you know (laughs) yes (laughs) like i remember that that movie blew my mind when i was younger yeah (laughs) yeah i was like what (laughs) yeah i know yeah just the twists um i love trying to come up with a twist kind of just you know just throw people off it's like, oh, maybe that could, oh, that could happen. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. So do you get more, I mean, you, you sound like you have, you know, there's always like, there's your interest in filmmaking and then there are sub-interests. Mm. Like they're, mm-hmm. um, mm. like what, like in your, your sub-interests, you sound like you have quite a few of them, but like which, which one, if you could just pick one, is it just writing? Is that what you're like most into? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's taken me sort of some time to to realize where my, my strengths are and probably where I am best because I'm quite an introverted kind of person um, and that's probably where I can express myself the best. I like to, I like to direct and I like um, to sort of challenge myself with that. But I think, you know, going forward, um, definitely writing, like, and especially because I've taken this year and seen how much I can actually get done when that's my focus um, has been amazing. Um, so, yeah, I love it. It's it's just such a great expression of sometimes it's, you know, catharsis, like you're um, getting something out of you. Maybe it's something that you're trying to deal with and then it comes out in a creative, imaginative way. And that's that's the beauty of creativity, I guess. Yeah, that, um, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that is like... Um that is pretty interesting. Like just, it, it takes a while to find, and, and it's not necessarily, it, it, maybe it's a self-awareness question, but it takes a while to find like that thing that you may like for me, I always liked photography, but it took me mm-hmm. about 
20,000 images to understand what <laughs> specific subject I liked the most. And yes. And that was uh and and it's surprising like you know, you can say you like filmmaking, but it doesn't just stop there. Like you have to like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's so yeah. many jobs within that world and yeah. and yeah, yeah like for me i just realized like i have the most fun at least creatively with like portraiture and photojournalism mm -hmm. kind of stuff um yeah but i started mm -hmm. shooting nature and then now i like have almost no interest in shooting nature whatsoever um <laughs> <laughs> yeah done done too much overload <laughs> yeah exactly uh, so yeah <laughs> so that's that is funny how like you know you'll but you just have to like you just have to kind of get out there and just do a bunch of stuff you know yeah that's it. And like, sometimes I sit down and I think, okay, what am I going to write today? And then I just kind of go with the flow. And that's this year, it's kind of led me to sort of see where my strengths are in my writing, where my strengths are in ideas um, that I, I really, because I am quite a, um, I do have a broad range of like interests and uh, that's just me. I've always been like that. Um, but to try and narrow it down then in you know, where I'm better at in my craft is, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to sort of see where it takes me. So, so what, yeah. what's your, I mean, like, what's your writing process like? Do you write every day? Do you um, mm -hmm. just wait, like, do, do uh, you just like have ideas that just come out and you just like chase them or how, how do you do that? Yeah, it, it, I do try and write every day. Um, sometimes if I am, you know, if I've been called into to a school, then it might sort of get put to the back burner for um, like the next day. And instead I might just, if I get a moment, I'll just jot down a bunch of ideas for a particular um, screenplay that I'm working on. Um, or it could be uh, just sometimes I have like just a brain dump. Uh, so you just get a blank piece of paper and I just like just write whatever comes out. And then I might take some things from that. Um I actually work the best when I take my my laptop to a cafe and I just and I order a coffee and I sit and I'm almost because I'm forcing myself to write and putting myself in a different situation. I'm not at home. I'm not, you know, stuck in an office or anything like that. So I'm sort of inspired by the people around me and I usually chuck on some music, <laughs> it's usually soundtrack music, actually, um, could be anything. And I write, usually I go with a goal in mind. So I'll go with, uh, for example, a couple of months ago, I was going every day and working on my TV pilot. So that was my goal every day. And I'd write for a good couple of hours and I'd need to take a break, go for a walk. Um, and then often I do other things um, that weren't writing. So I'd read a lot. Um, I'd read anything from nonfiction. So at the moment I'm reading Brene Brown. Um which is amazing. Yeah, no, I've, and... I've read, Brene I, yeah, no, <laughs> she's, she's yeah, it's, I, I remember I, I got through, um, Daring Greatly, I read it pretty quickly, and yeah. my, my brother-in-law was like, how did you read it that fast without, like, yeah. it was just, and so I, I ended up reading it yeah. again, because he was like, kind of right, I was like, I, I kind of blew through it, but I was like, it's not really yeah, something yeah. you can blow through. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's like that, it's like, you know, just the things that you have to read it over and over and hear it over and over, so I've been listening to a lot of her podcasts as well um yeah so i you know read some things like that sometimes i'll read things about historical things like uh i don't know or theological things um it's just anything because i think you know i'm always learning something and i'm always 
taking things from things that have happened or you know and turning it into something imagine imaginative or something creative um i'm into a space at the moment because there was that whole big 50 years uh, man on the moon thing yeah. so you know i've just been reading a bunch of stuff about that i also read fiction so you know that you know also helps me with just writing in general so i read a lot of stephen king and um lee child i'm reading at the moment and um, an Australian writer, actually, Jane Harper. She wrote The Dry, which has been turned into a film at some point this year or next year. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my my process. And then sometimes I work best um, either in the morning or at night. And then I might come back in the evening and then maybe write a bit more or I might work on a different idea. Um, I have a whiteboard in my home office. And usually I use that to sort of nut out like the character journeys, um, you know, where they've come from, what their conflict's going to be, um, you know, kind of work out their arc for the stories. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so that's, that's the, the craziest part to me about screenwriting is that it's not you're not just writing, you know, like you're not just writing a story. Per se. Like, I, I guess I think of like Game of yeah. Thrones, you know, and I just think. Yeah. Of just that's intense. Yeah, just the <laughs> the amount of characters that are in there, and they all have their own personalities and their own um, yeah. characteristics. And that's, I mean, that's just when something like that gets pulled off, where you you see differentiation between characters, and like they have their, you know, their manners of speaking and different things. It's it's pretty amazing. Like, there's no, I I can't, yeah. I, like, I just imagine like a screenwriter's wall is like. You know, in those, in those, uh, like, I don't know, like seven or something where you see like the note cards and the string and like all this stuff, like, yeah, yeah, like why, why would this character do this and why would this character do this? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is, it is crazy. Like, you know, sometimes it gets a bit overwhelming and you, because you could go anywhere, you could go anywhere with characters, anywhere with story and you have to sort of really try and focus on, okay, what's the theme? What's the what is it that I'm trying to say? And that helps you a bit to narrow it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's why I feel very fortunate that I have had some experience as an actor because I feel like as an actor, you're always doing character study. You're always doing background. You're looking at motivation of characters and where they, you know, why they do what they do, their objectives. And that then helps you as a writer because you're not just looking at things on a surface level. You have so many different layers. Not to say it's easy, because it's not easy. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, and and it helps too. Like when when you spend a lot of time, you know, reading other books and listening to podcasts, and like mm. like all that stuff. You know, on, on the outside, it can look like a waste of time to be like, you know, listening. I'm mm. I'm particularly addicted to podcasts, so I'm I'm. <laughs> They're great, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, it's I don't even listen to music in my car anymore. I just it's always podcasts. <laughs> yes, I'm. <laughs> yeah, same. And uh, and I've always got one. I've got one for every occasion now. I feel like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I was listening to uh, I was listening to an interview with um, Neil Gaiman the other day. And again, like oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not a photo yeah. like I'm I'm a photographer. I'm not a writer. I'm not you know I write for mm-hmm. fun and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I mm-hmm. I you know you would think like how could I get any inspiration from Neil Gaiman? You know. But mm-hmm. it was like one of the most inspiring things I've ever heard. You know, he talks about like the idea, you know, how you were saying you work better in a cafe. Like that made me think of, yeah. he said, you can do anything, but like you have to write 
and you can't you can no what he say he said you can either write or do nothing but you can't do anything else like you you can sit there and yeah. write or you can stare off yeah that that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it um yeah i find that, like sometimes the inspiration that you get as well from different places like you know i've often gone to you know like the fish market you know, and I'm watching people or I'm watching the boats come in and I'm watching them, you know, haul the fish in. And even that itself is, you know, you could write anything around that. Um, and people you know, often say to me, oh, you're not working. What are you doing? That's not work. And it's like, yeah, it's work. Like every time I'm anywhere, you're always thinking. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're taking it it's down in your mind. You're like, you know, I think of, uh, yeah. I just saw, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I just saw once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, no, it's not out here yet. Oh, unfortunately. oh man. But soon, soon. I, I, so I won't, <laughs> I won't spoil it, but it is, uh, it is, it's just clearly like, you know, just the way Tarantino works is that he just takes from everything like in movies, like, yeah. like, sh- like yeah. shamelessly almost <laughs> like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, but it's so you can tell, you can see like his interests through his movies. Um, mm. and that's always interesting to me. Like for instance, I mean, you know, he's got a lot of, um, stars from, I don't know if you've heard of the show justified. Um, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah I, so I like that show a lot, but you can also tell just in this movie that he's a fan of that show. Like, you can just see that kind yeah. of stuff, and I just think, yeah, I just love that because I always want to know, like, okay, what are what are creative people like into? You know, like, yeah. what are they? But you know, but that's that's what makes him him. You know, it's like the influences that have influenced his work, and it's like all of them. You know, they all have their own different influences. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you can see how it's he's how he's changed as a person over time. You know, like yes, like you can yes. see like in Pulp Fiction, he's totally a different mm-hmm. artist than he is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. That's for sure. What, does it? Do, does um? I mean, is there a, like a significant delay usually between? Uh, sometimes, sometimes there is. Um, sometimes it can be like a couple of months. Usually, usually it's. Uh, about a month to two months <laughs> sorry um but i think the very occasionally we have the same time like star wars um, right i would harry potter yeah so any of those sort of movies they would drop at the same time yeah as about um, say- same with netflix as well i was about to say the well, internet netflix, now we actually get at the same time which is good yeah, because yeah, the internet makes that difficult because you can, you know, get spoiled from, you know, people all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yep, it's so true. So, um, so working, in, I mean, you know, you say it's still kind of like difficult in Australia. Is it, is it you mm-hmm. know, I guess, uh, I guess I can kind of relate to some degree because, you know, I live in, you know, the South. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. spent too much time in the South in America, but... I have never been to the South, but I've always wanted to go. So it is on my, my list of places to go. Well, I've been to Nashville. It's not really the South, is it? Yeah, uh, it kind of. It's not it, really. It's, it's kind of. Kind of. <laughs> it's where Southern, it's yeah. where it's like, uh, you know, full of Southern culture. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I there's, there's different levels of the South. Like there's, um, you know, my, like half of my family's from South Georgia, which I would say is very South. Mm-hmm. Um you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. right near Florida. And then I, I live in um, like the Greenville, South Carolina area. So I live mm-hmm. yep. kind of, you know, a little higher up than that. So we can get, mm-hmm. you know, there's 
there's snow every once in a while on this part, but oh, nice. but um, but you know, there's my thing is like with the internet, I don't I don't have much of a problem living. You know, all my family is from here and lives here, so I kind of yeah. And um, so this is just kind of where I'm at. I grew up in Hawaii though, so it's um, oh, <laughs> so that's where I got into nice. photography. So it's it's been you know I've I've moved back to the south for the past. I guess almost nine years now, and it's still kind of an adjustment in a lot of ways. But the thing that's mm. hardest is, you know, there's not there's not always like a, a creative community of people. Um, mm. It's less yeah. less like even less that there's not as many like super creative jobs, but there's just not as much. Um, you know, there's not creativity on every corner like there would be in L.A. or New York yeah. City. So is yeah. that is that an issue where you are like, is there a community of filmmakers and screenwriters there is a community it's very small (laughs) um a lot of it is uh uh, you know graduated film students they have a good community because i think because they've just been working with each other the community here is like lovely um the type of work that gets produced it has to follow a certain generally the work that gets produced that is is funded has to follow certain protocols so it needs to have you know the indigenous person in it it needs to have diversity it needs to have this and that which is fine i'm all for that um but generally it's for the sake of having that right if that makes sense yeah no i understand um um and a lot of the work that gets produced needs to have a specific australian cultural feel and Unfortunately, I just don't seem to be able to write that very well. I'm, I have tried. <laughs> um, and I think I've just been influenced too much with like the American culture. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I, I, just, the people like, that I've, I've met and, and worked with have been, I guess, people like me who've got different ideas to that and then just create stuff themselves because it doesn't quite fit the mold of what the... Australian uh, film culture once, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I yeah, I totally understand. It's it is funny, like <laughs> I can kind of relate in that, um, and I think it's changing just because the internet. But you know, I don't, I don't feel, you know, I'm all my family is from the south, but I don't feel personally like mm. a southerner. So yeah, it's hard. That's it. It's hard for me to understand. <laughs> what southerners want in a lot of ways and sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to care what they want in a lot yes of yes um <laughs> i totally feel that pain that's exactly what i mean like i just because i don't i just feel like a person i don't really feel like an australian person like i just i'm i'm very i'm just a bit different to the australian cultural kind of person like i'm a bit more of a go-getter whereas a general australian is a bit more laid back and yeah, we'll just, you know, you work hard and you get a house and that's kind of it. And I've always been just a bit different to that, um, wanting a bit more. Like, and I'm not the kind of person that just hangs out in the backyard with a with a beer and everything will be all right. Like, I'm just, I'm so different to that. Um, so, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like, you know, being Australian or being Southern is not a bad thing. It's just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like I, a lot of times, you know, there's just parts of that culture that I'm just, I'm not, 
you know, I, I, when I would don't identify with. Right, right. And and there's like <laughs> yeah, certain ways yeah. that I would like dress that just, you know, were weird to people, you know, um, and mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know if, you know, I, I don't know if this term, I don't know if hipster is a term over there. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. This, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, it, I've, I've been labeled a hipster by um, very Southern people. And I'm, I'm really not, I mean, I'm pretty, I would say I'm pretty vanilla looking overall, but. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, compared to them, you're probably. Not. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a freak in some, in some circles. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just, that's always been kind of a struggle. So that's interesting that, um. You know, I think of it so much just through a, an American lens that it's interesting that, you know, you would feel the same mm-hmm. thing in Australia. Yeah. 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 Um, so is it yeah. is it with with the, I guess, work being so limited in Australia? So I'm guessing it's mm. is it competitive, like very competitive? Yeah, it is because of the volume of work is just so small. Um, so you know, to get the positions of, you know, director of a TV show or a writer in a writer's room, it's so competitive. There's only a few, you know, um, and you really have to be the kind of person that, you know, gets seen and, and, and noticed somehow. And usually it comes from like going to a good film school and then you get to know people. But obviously, you know, networking and talking to people is, you know, a big part of it. Um, and I think for me, I've always felt a bit like I don't know how to network with these with people in the industry because I because I feel different to them whether they'd accept me and my writing style or me and my kind of ideas which are a bit different so yeah it's um it is like there's some good stuff happening now like you know there are some good dramas that are starting to to come up and um some good uh a couple of good films that are, are, are coming up soon um you know which is so great um, but I think, yeah, get it, breaking in, in Australia is really, it was quite difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's difficult anywhere in any industry, really. It's not just, you know, here, but I think because the amount of work that there is here, it's just that bit harder. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, so do you ever, uh, consider like heading to LA one day? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like my um, partner and I, we want to come over at some point. Um, and um, yeah, that would be kind of like our our goal. That's how that, that's kind of always been our goal. Um, it's just trying to get enough body of work and enough behind us before we move because we don't want to be sort of those naive people that move over thinking, hey, you know, we're a composer and a writer, you know, get us work. Um <laughs> We want to come over like prepared and have you know uh, a bunch of things ready to show to agents and um, you know that we're serious about it and that we know what we're doing. So yeah, definitely. Um, so basically, so so basically, the what uh, what you're just working up to that essentially, like just you mm. know you kind of are you in head down mode, just kind of just always just <laughs> keep working or yeah um, yeah that's. That was kind of the, de- the decision at the beginning of the year um, was to make this, particularly this year, maybe next year, just a really good couple of years of getting a solid body of work together. And whether that's stuff that I produce and shoot, like I'm doing this film coming up, um, to have like an actual physical, you know, um, bit of work for people to see, but also 
get get some get, just get stuff done. So get some films written, get some TV series written, do some spec scripts of TV shows. Um, learn, 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 <laughs> um, and then you know, and then network, and then we get over there. We just want to network with people and just you know see if people are interested in in some of the ideas that I have and otherwise just keep working Um, because it's kind of once it's in you it's just part of you you can't not do it so um yeah yeah I know I I understand it's like it's it's you know (laughs) I know I was I was talking the other day uh to some I was like you know I I feel like it's not even work because it's just always what I'm doing and thinking like it's free time for me is yeah like that it's just (laughs) is that yeah 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 um and that's a good way of looking at it you know I spent a lot of time you know being a teacher and it felt like work and now that I'm doing what I love yeah it doesn't feel like work and I don't feel I don't feel you know stressed I don't feel tired I have the energy to just keep going and creating and yeah it's a good feeling yeah um so you mentioned a spec script so is there like um Mm -hmm. you know i that and make sure I'm correct on this. That's when you write a script yeah, for sure. a show that already exists, correct? Exists, okay. yes, correct. So, yes. so what kind of spec scripts do you like? What kind of show right now are you really into that you want to write a script for? Um, I am currently writing for uh, a script. Not writing for. I'm writing a spec script for um, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, the Shonda Rhimes, the great Shonda Rhimes. Um, I know it's been on the air for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, that's the kind of show that I would love to write. Um, and also like The Walking Dead. Um, I also love, um, if it was still on, I would be writing for Gilmore Girls. I'm just obsessed with that show. That'd be, uh, a, that's a tough show. Paladino. Yeah, as I say, that's a tough show to write for because yeah. the dialogue is so yeah. just The dialogue dense. is, so, yes, yes. <laughs> Um, like I remember when it ended, I was just like straight into writing like my like next script. I was like, okay, I'm going to write my own next bit. <laughs> and then they did the remakes. So, I mean, the, the next, um, the year in the life, but, um, yeah, so they're kind of my shows that I'm writing for. There are other ones as well that I'm not actually writing for spec scripts for at the moment. Um, but I probably should, um, what would they be? They'd be for, oh, what am I watching at the moment? Um, well, House of Cards, but that's finished and that's complex. Yes. Um, <laughs> Why, man, that'd be hard to write for as an yeah. Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> most definitely. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, but just any of those shows that have, you know, that kind of have a bit of a, an unraveling story, you know, even if it's like one of those short um, not a mini series, but you know those short series of like six episodes, where things unravel, like Big Little Lies. Right. You know? um, awesome. Yes. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. So that's um, yeah. I know. I guess the one that's on the front of my mind right now, just because I watched it recently, was Stranger Things. Mm. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been holding off watching like the latest season because I've been watching this other show, um, the one. Uh, what's it called? Oh. With Naomi Watts and Russell Crowe, uh, the loudest voice. Oh, is that amazing? Amazing. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, no, it's not. Sorry, it's on. What well, we have it on Stan, but I'm not sure what it would be on over there. What's What's um, that one? It's ab- called the loudest. What's voice. that one about? 
Uh, it's about Roger Ailes. Oh, the, okay. Uh, it's on broadcaster Fox News. Yeah, yeah. It's on Showtime. That's what it is here. Okay, yeah. Showtime for you guys and stand for us in Australia. Um, so I've been watching that, and then once I finish that, then I'll watch Stranger Things. But I've loved the last season, so looking forward to that. There's for sure. there's too much to watch. <laughs> yeah, I know there is. There's like an overload of stuff to watch. And like, where am I going to start? Um, yeah, I know. I have to keep lists. <laughs> I know, and especially between now, you know, I feel like when I was younger, I would just like I would either watch TV or watch movies. But now it's like. I've got podcasts to listen to. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, TV to watch, books to... It's like, you know, there's there's a yeah. point where I'm like, all right, well, I actually do have to do work at some point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually, it was one point, like a few weeks ago, I actually felt quite overwhelmed by it all. I was just like, I need to catch up on this. I need to watch this. I need to listen to this. I need to read this. Oh, it's just all too much. I'm going for a walk. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it just felt so overwhelming. Um, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Sometimes I just have to, like, sometimes I just go for a run and I just, you know, yeah. just have to, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and you come up with, you know, when you, with nothing. yeah, when you do that, when you, it, it's funny, like when you watch all this stuff, you like come up with ideas, but then also when you just walk around and do nothing, you almost come up with more ideas, you know? Yes. And, yes. and that's something that always surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's just subconscious. It's just, it's all sitting there dormant yeah it like all becomes clear sometimes when you're just like in the shower or on a walk you know yep yep (laughs) the two best places for ideas yep yeah there's a lot of (laughs) i live um, a lot of noise yeah uh, yeah there is there's so much noise and sometimes you just need to like take the earphones out just don't even take your phone with you and just go for a walk and i live um right opposite um some water so there's um we have what's called the Parramatta River that goes out from the Sydney Harbour out into the west. And so where I live is right on a bit of that water of that river, um, which is just perfect if you go for like, you know, a 6 a.m. walk or a sunset in the evening. It's just so great because you see like in the distance, you'll see like Sydney City in the distance and then you'll see the boats in the harbour and just ideas start to like come to you. So it's pretty great. Dang, you're making me really want to move to Sydney. Uh, <laughs> it is it's a beautiful city i will say that it's beautiful it's very safe um it's busy though it's there's a lot of traffic so <laughs> depends if you want to deal with that do you uh do you do you uh is it a driving city do you have to drive everywhere um but look public transport is pretty good it's better than say la but um yeah i still feel like you need a car here um, but you know, the trains are good and the buses are okay, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, car. yeah. there's just a lot of them. Yeah. I was about to say uh, LA is pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I, it's intense. We, Anna and my wife and I, we drove across the country, um, to California and back last year and we went to mm-hmm. Joshua tree, which is a, na- oh, yeah, yeah, right. And so it's right outside LA. And so we, probably like two hours outside LA and I looked in Google maps and to get to LA, it was five hours <laughs> because of yeah, traffic. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, um, I drove in at the last time we were there, we hired a car and I was like, okay, I'll do all the driving. And then after driving on the freeway down to San Diego, we drove down to San Diego. I was like, Oh my God, that was so insane. People were just driving so fast. There's so many cars. Yeah, it, Atlanta, um, Atlanta, which is also, I guess, a filmmaking hub now. Um, yeah, it it, is. it's yeah. it's 
you know, growing up, like everywhere you go in the South, you have to drive through Atlanta. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's always, it's always been famous for the just absolute terrible traffic. And it has Mm -hmm. only gotten worse since, um, since (laughs) I would say Hollywood, uh, has, has moved there. (laughs) 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 Like what it's like gotten a billion times worse over the past probably five years. (laughs) Yeah. So. Didn't they film um, The Blind Side there? I feel like they filmed The Blind Side, even though it was set in Tennessee. Yes. I probably. I, I feel like they filmed it. Yeah. They filmed The Walking Dead yeah. there, too. Um, oh, that's right. And uh, and actually, I think, like, I think, like, a lot of scenes in, like, the newest Avengers is filmed in Atlanta. Like, um, yeah. there's. Yeah. There was a scene in particular. I stayed in a hotel a few months ago, and next to it mm-hmm. was, like, this Porsche. Um, headquarters like the car maker Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. and I was like man that looks like Avengers headquarters a lot and Mm -hmm. I looked it up and sure enough it was like (laughs) it was oh man (laughs) (laughs) Um, so what kind of um, I know I've seen that you're working on a particular short film right now do you want to like talk about that a little bit sure Um, so it's called Inside Um, it's meant to be sort of a metaphor for being in stuck inside an actual physical place. So in this film, uh, a forty-year-old writer is a novelist is uh, kind of stuck inside a cabin trying to finish her first novel, and uh, she's she's sort of trapped in the house trying to make it happen by her mother. Um, but it's also kind of a metaphor for you know being trapped in your mind and not being able to um, finish things, complete things. Um, yeah. So it's, I wouldn't say it's autobiographical at all, but it's sort of it semi-autobiographical in a sense, um, even though it is a psychological thriller. Um, yeah, so we're shooting it in the Blue Mountains in um, Australia, which is kind of a couple of hours outside of the city. Um, I wanted it to kind of be a generic sort of, woodsy kind of setting but the australian scenery didn't isn't quite the generic woodsy it's quite obvious with their gum trees and the eucalyptus and things like that but um (laughs) we're going to try and do our best anyway um with the property that we have um yeah look it's it's sort of inspired by some of my own experiences not completely um i had a I had a mother who was very loving, um, but also um, kind of wanted the best for me and to the point of sometimes it felt a bit too much and it felt a bit suffocating. Um, And I think, you know, I'm an only child, so, you know, I was all she she had and she put all her energy and all her her thoughts and care (laughs) into me. Um, So when I was writing this script, it was, you know, was you know, thinking back to a lot of that and thinking how I felt whenever I was attempting to do things like back at school or if I was working on a dance um, recital and I needed to practice, you know, she was the one that was there, like, no, you can do better, do it again, do it again. Um, so, you know, there was part of me that wanted to 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 do it for just the, the purpose of getting myself better at it but at the same time wanting to please her and then so it's the kind of like the fine line between wanting to please and you know for pleasure um so that's kind of the springboard for the story and the idea um 
just kind of came out out of one of those brain dumps and uh, I wrote it I wrote the idea for it um, probably very quickly I wrote it um, probably in the space of about 10 minutes just the idea oh wow and then it took me a yeah, I know. It was actually after a phone call with my dad because um, my mum passed um, away 20 years ago. And um, it was it was after a phone call with my dad and trying to, I don't know, just get some memories of, of my mum and, you know, talking about her. And after I hung up the phone, I actually felt kind of angry. I was like, I never got to sort of finish the story with her and I never got to sort of, you know, tell her I guess you know how that felt or um anything and then I just I sat on my balcony and I just wrote just the idea down it took me yeah, 10 minutes and I was like this is gonna happen this is gonna happen this is gonna happen um yeah and then it took probably another uh say three weeks three to four weeks for me to actually write the script um I think because once it's there it's there and you can sort of see it visualize it and I'm a very visual person when I write so everything I like to create um like a visual um a visual sense through my writing um yeah so it's pretty pretty intense um you know it obviously it's a thriller so there's going to be some sort of like twist or turning point in in the story which I'm not going to reveal (laughs) um (laughs) but um yeah it's it's yeah it was kind of a bit of a uh, a purging of some sorts, I suppose you would say. Um, but yeah, it, it's hopefully going to be good. I think it will be good. So, are you are you yeah. going to act in it as well? No. Um, so I'm not acting in this one. I think I put my acting hat up for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a couple of great actors who one of them I've actually known for quite a few years now. Um, and she's sort of been treading the boards um, on the stage on and off for a number of years in Sydney, um, various theatres. And she's also a writer and she um, has made a short film in the past. And, you know, so she's just an all-round creative. And I just, when I was writing it, I kind of had this idea of this person in my mind. And I was like, yes, it's her. And then I went to see her in a play and then I asked her, you know, would she do it? And she was like, yes, yes, I'll do it. Absolutely. Um, And she happens to own the house that we're shooting in. So that was kind of serendipitous. Um, And then the other cast only two characters. So it's um, Jane, the writer, and her mother. Um, And the the mother is actually the lady we cast. I cast, I had an idea of a different actor in mind and then when I went to see um Paulina Paulina Kelly so Jane um she was acting opposite this woman Norma um and they had this amazing chemistry on stage together as mother and daughter and I was like there's my cast there it is and I just it's almost like it was just meant to be um yeah so we um we had a little actor director actor discussion a couple of weeks ago um, at the property and we talked through, um, you know, the intentions of both the characters and uh, we laid out sort of, you know, uh, some of the scenes and where we're going to shoot and stuff like that. And they're really excited. Um, they even got into conversation when I was there with them. They got into conversation together in character. 
oh, asking wow. each other things. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I'll just sit back and just let you guys do it because, you know, this is awesome. So they're very professional. Um, yeah, they're going to be lots of fun. Yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Is, um, are you guys uh, filming it soon or is is, is this? Yeah, so we're, we're shooting, um, we're filming next Saturday. So Saturday the 10th um, and Sunday. So we're shooting over a weekend. It's going to be a long shoot because we need early morning and we need night. Ah. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, because our crew are from... You know, they do have, like, their day jobs that, you know, it's just what you have to do to get it done. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we've got some really awesome crew on board. They're going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, working with light uh, is um, is is fun. <laughs> and by fun, I mean exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like we need to make sure we're up at that time of morning to get that bit of that perfect timing of the light. So. Yeah, I'm sure you're very familiar with that, um, with your photography. Yeah, yes. I well, I know this. Um, I know this photographer. I'm I'm friends with him, and he's he's like very much landscape outdoors photographer. And he, you know, for him, yeah. it's 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 really important for him because, you know, things just look different. So he he will like start a hike at like midnight, so that he can mm. get you know 14 miles yeah. by sunrise. You know. <laughs> You yeah. know, like yeah, it's the things you do, the things you do for your art. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And he just does it yeah. for like one photo, which I I don't have the patience necessarily for that. I'm kind of I I can't I yeah. can't hike 14 <laughs> miles for one photo. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's probably also why like I won't direct everything that I write. Like I probably much prefer to actually go. Okay, I've written the thing. Somebody else do it because I like it's so there's so much involved. as, you know. There's so many factors and things you have to, you know, count for. I'd just rather sort of see it happen. Somebody take it, do their ma- work, their magic with it, um, you know. Um, so are you... But no, it's going to be good. It's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, are you... Uh, are so, I mean, do you do uh, much, like, behind-the-camera stuff? Like, is that um, an interest for you as well? Um, I, yeah, I do, like, some. I'm probably not very good, like, technically. So I'm not greatest with, like, knowing the camera settings and the lens type and I just kind of give my um you know my mood boards and that to the DOP and I sort of say you know like this I need with this kind of feel or this kind of tone you know color tone what can you do to create it and make it like that um uh the producing side of things I'm probably because I'm quite an organized person I'm probably quite good at that aspect but I don't necessarily always enjoy that because I feel it gets stuck into like heavy like administration and just ticking boxes and it's not as creative. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of like a lot of the processes of filming, filmmaking, you know, it's just all of it's, well, it's just part of it. Of it's, it's part of the story. It's way. It's, yeah. It's, it's part of the it. storytelling yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think a lot of the time, especially for filmmaking, like, um, you know, it, sure, you know, Roger Deakins can make a shot look beautiful, but it, you know, a beautiful shots only as good as the like the story it's helping to tell so yeah it's like yeah, you know being it. technical technically skilled with the camera i think is not as important as being technically skilled at telling a story you yeah know? yeah yeah that's true um yeah so just, we we uh we are at uh just almost an hour here so um mm-hmm. d- is there anything else you wanted to kind of promote real quick before we kind of wrap it up here 
yeah sure um well look we are doing a, a fundraiser to um just help fund the film a little bit um we're doing an indiegogo um you can check it out on the uh, facebook page so we've got a facebook page uh inside short film we've also got an instagram inside short film um but if you go to indiegogo inside short film um you'll find the link there and you can click on and like just any any donation helps like five dollars any you know five dollars ten dollars anything um all of the money is going towards actually paying our crew because we've hired some professional crew um so this they're doing this in their their time um so you know i need to pay them um we're housing them out in the mountains um and um obviously catering um but beyond that as well like i have an editor in mind that is working professional that like to um pay and um yeah get it into festivals and that's the that's the that's the goal that's the aim um is to get this story out so yeah any help would be greatly appreciated awesome um yeah no that's uh that's it it is it is interesting like it is um i think very it's very important to like pay people (laughs) like you know what i mean like that sounds kind of crazy but, but like when you have when you have like actors and so many moving pieces like you know, it, yeah. it's, you know, we all, we all need to make a, a living in some degree and there's yeah. only so much free work you can do, you know? Yeah. And I think sometimes people find it difficult, you know, to justify, oh, you know, why would I want to put money into that? And you just think, well, you know, you're sitting on your couch, you're watching movies, you're watching TV. Where do you think that came from? Right. You know, that this all started somewhere, started from somebody like me. Yeah. You, you know, like it's just, that's just how it is. Um, so, Everyone wants yeah. wants to uh, watch like TV and movies and be entertained, but nobody wants to pay for it, which is hilarious. I know. <laughs> Sorry, it's quite funny. <laughs> um, especially like movie theaters, or you know, everybody complains about how expensive yes. movie theaters are. I'm like, you know, I yeah. personally like I don't. I probably spend too much money at the movie theater because I. Yeah, no, <laughs> same we do as well. I'm like, no, I mean, this is you know, paying yeah. eight bucks matinee for a Tarantino movie isn't that yeah. bad for me. Like, yes, yeah. no, no. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, I know our no, thank our you. times had to be uh, kind of weird. You know, it's it's uh, pretty pretty yeah, early for me and is. late for you. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the time. I appreciate being on this. Um, you know, it's great to speak with you and great to talk about uh, filmmaking and the creative um, world. It's been it's been great. Yeah, I just like I like hearing about people's process. Like for me, it's just um, it's kind of I get to nerd out a little bit. So I just enjoy like yeah. I, I eat up everything people are talking about their like writing process and stuff. So it's <laughs> I I just enjoy it. So um, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. As usual, thanks for listening to the Out of Focus podcast. Really enjoyed putting this on, and we enjoy putting them on continuously. So uh, rate and review this podcast if you like it. If you did not like it, uh, then just send me an email and tell me you didn't like it to my face. Uh, and just uh, go go throw, throw up a positive review. I'd prefer that, personally. Don't, don't, don't put one-star reviews on this. That's not cool. That's just not cool. You know, I'm not that bad. I mean, I, I could be bad, but I'm not that bad. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I deserve one star. So anyway, just uh, have a great rest of your week. And I will see you next time.